Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. 99 weeks worth of unemployment benefits is a long time. With the recession officially at 133 weeks, though, and counting, today the White House really started leaning on Congress to do something. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Reputation Defender, monitoring, protecting, and helping improve your online reputation while deleting personal data from websites that sell it. ReputationDefender.com slash market. And by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here on this Monday, everybody. It is the 19th of July today. And about the easiest way to describe the economic news from the White House today is like this. President Obama is sick and tired, and he is not going to take it anymore. Mr. Obama used the Rose Garden to full political advantage this morning, taking off after Republicans in the Senate who are against extending unemployment benefits. After years of championing policies that turned a record surplus into a massive deficit, the same people who didn't have any problems spending hundreds of billions of dollars on tax breaks for the wealthiest Americans are now saying we shouldn't offer relief to middle-class Americans who really need help. Republicans have their own take on that debate, of course, that it's not about extending those benefits, but rather just finding a way to pay for it. About the only thing the two parties agree on, publicly anyway, is that they would like the economy to get better. So we asked Marketplace's Jeff Tyler how effective unemployment benefits really are as a kind of mini-stimulus. In terms of stimulating the economy, unemployment benefits are about as good as it gets, so says Sylvia Allegretto, an economist with the Institute for Research on Labor and Employment at UC Berkeley. As far as a bang-for-the-buck measure, extending unemployment benefits is one of the most efficient spending increases that the government could pass. Most economists agree, including Josh Bivens at the Economic Policy Institute. It's money that gets spent right back in the economy right away. It is going, by definition, to very cash-strapped people, and that's what makes for effective fiscal stimulus, money that is put back in the economy right away. Some states need the money more than others. In Nevada, for example, the unemployment rate is now above 14 percent. Sylvia Allegretto says states like California and Ohio would also benefit. It's targeted to unemployed people. So in states and cities where you have higher rates of unemployment, more monies go to those areas. Republicans argue against anything that will add to the federal deficit. But economist Bivens says extending unemployment benefits is a short-term liability. It's temporary. These things go away when the economy improves. He says tax cuts and especially corporate tax breaks have proven less useful in stimulating the economy. The Senate will vote on an extension for unemployment benefits tomorrow. I'm Jeff Tyler for Marketplace. It's been a little bit over a year now since General Motors and Chrysler made their way out from their speedy bankruptcy proceedings. In all the push to trim down and cut costs last year, the White House pushed both automakers to shut down dozens and dozens of dealerships. That decision is the subject of a new report from the TARP Inspector General this morning, the guy whose job it is to keep an eye on the troubled asset relief package, the bank and car company bailout deal. The report says that closing those dealerships may have been right, but the way it happened was all wrong, and it cost the economy both jobs and confidence. Marketplace's Elisa Roth reports. 
When GM and Chrysler decided which dealerships to shut down, they looked at factors like how many other dealerships there were in an area and how many cars they were selling. Kim Hill works at the Center for Automotive Research, where he looks at the relationship between communities and the auto industry. He says there should have been a lot more to the equation. There's this whole issue of how these dealers more broadly impact the local region, and there's the public side to the role the dealership plays in a community. Car dealers really are often big employers, especially in rural communities. And they're always big multiplier effects. They hire building contractors and cleaners. Their employees spend money in communities. Michael Smitka is an economics professor at Washington and Lee University.